Come on in, guys. Welcome back, Talking Llama. The whole crew is back this week, all two of us, after Jared held it down on his own last week. Jared, what did you think about doing a solo episode? How'd that feel for you? It sounded good, but how'd the process go? It felt triumphant. <laughs> I, I overcame all the odds, and I even made it seem like I didn't hate what was going on. So I, I think it was a success. I was telling you that, that it seemed a lot less negative than I was expecting. Yeah, it's like a different it's it's just different having to like pay attention to the actual like things like like play by play of the episode and like I it takes away my like emotional reactions mm-hmm. and I I have to look at it more objectively. Well, I'm happy to be back, but that's about where the happiness ends. <laughs> I'm gonna let's let's get a quick recap from you on on last week's action. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. Because I'm gonna do something that I don't often do. I'm just gonna be all right negative. This season blows. <laughs> this season is terrible. I know it's, it's only four episodes, but that's a third of the way. It's more through. than two. <laughs> it's it's more than three. I mean, we're every every new episode. This yep. season is is trash i i it's so frustrating to watch everything that happens on this season that i can't even tell you if they casted poorly or or well because they aren't giving the cast any time to show anything with their terrible additions to the game yeah like um, maybe the, maybe the people if, if this cast was on any you know pre-40, pre-35 season, maybe they'd be the best cast ever. You never know. And we'll never know because production can't keep their hands out of the cookie jar. They can't keep themselves away from messing with this game. Yeah, I... There's, like, a few people that I feel like I know okay. And then there's a few that I'm aware of their existence. And then... Yeah, the rest I are just like not even on my mind. Think about this episode, and we'll get into it, unfortunately. They had a reward challenge, a journey, a one-person-per-tribe tribe swap, plus the immunity challenge. That's so many things for a 42-minute episode of TV to, to fit in. It's too much. <laughs> or is it not enough? They might say it's not enough. They mean meaning the survivor team, but it is it is too much happening. It's ridiculous. Well, let's okay. So yeah, we well we discussed a little bit after last week, but not a ton. What was is it the same thing as this week? Why you did not like last week's episode? Or so my yeah. my big my biggest thing 
is not, I don't know my biggest thing. Cause there's a lot of issues I have with this season. The, the fake idol thing, which I don't think we've talked too much about specifically that production is giving them fake idols with a perfectly made note. You can tear off to give somebody an idol that looks completely real. It's got the wrapping. It's got the, the note. They have no reason. So Sarah, she found an idol tonight to not be a fake idol. And, and Jamie found the fake idol on the other camp. They have no reason to believe those idols are fake. And it was, and Jamie's is a little different because at least Matthew made the idol himself, but he still used the piece of paper that production provided him. So, I mean, it's a little more whatever on that one, but Carolyn's uh, tonight. What going, why, why would Sarah ever even, aside from the hiding mechanics of it, which, Maybe should have raised some fl- some red flags. The actual idol itself, based on all of Survivor history, looked completely legitimate. Players can players trust idols going forward? So so and for that regard, count forty five out of the picture. Forty six going forward. You can never trust anything in the game going forward that you find. And we talked about this with the with the first earn the merge nonsense when the winning tribe was actively punished for winning a challenge. And when they were literally lied to saying, if you win, you're in the merge, just blatantly untrue. At some, <laughs> at some point in the game, the players have to have some sort of baseline level of what is happening in the game that they're playing for a million dollars. If this was just a, Hey, let's go out there and have fun. You get on TV for a season. Sure. Do whatever you want. I'm not going to care or not care as much. But when there's life changing money on the line, you are just messing with these people. And it makes for bad gameplay, bad TV. It, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm getting so sick of it that if you have, if you have a fake idol, think of, think of all the awesome moments that have come up from, from confident idol plays. Rick Devins on Edge of Extinction, Harvardy in Heroes versus Villains, or I'm not sorry, uh, fans versus. When did she play the two idols? That was Heroes versus. Villains. Yeah, Heroes versus Villains. Awesome, awesome moments. Think of people playing fake idols; they were convinced were real. Great moments, but now you got people going forward. They're gonna second guess every single idol they have. They're not gonna go up there with that with that cocky swagger up to Jeff Probst, they're, they're going to, cause they're not going to want to look like an idiot on TV. Yeah. That makes for a very eh moment of TV. The big moment is the confident idol play that works. Awesome. Kelly Wentworth. Um, great example for one, another one, or you get someone who just gets shit on by a well-placed fake idol with intention. Jay. What was that? Yep. Jay from Millennials versus Gen X. Yeah, incredible. And th- yep. and that's actually a great example because David wanted Jay specifically to find that idol. Yep. And the he fake, like made it too. The fake idols this season, there's no planning for these. They're just planting them for the sake of planting a fake. If your alliance member finds it and you don't tell them, what happens then? They're going to say, hey, I have an idol. We can We can get the votes on me. And then I'll play the idol and we'll get out whoever. Then you got to either let them play the fake that you know is a fake or 
say, actually, no, that's a fake that I hid a week ago and didn't tell you that it was a fake. There's no planning. People are just hiding them. They're not they're not saying I'm going to hide this and then go go to the water well with Josh. So he finds this fake and thinks he has an idol so he can vote him out. If they're just hiding it and hope somebody finds it. It's nonsense. Yep. yep. Well, yeah, it's like you, you said the thing about. Like, yeah, if you're just, you know, playing for fun and like out there to have a good time with the game, then like whatever. But there's life changing money at stake. But Matt, what I have been told the first three weeks of this show is that the point of the show is that we're playing Survivor. We're playing Survivor, Matt. Come on, have a little fun. That's why we're on the island. See, no. <laughs> and and once again, I'm gonna I, I can't go an episode of of this of this show without talking about Australian Survivor. Because their entire endgame has been void of idols and advantages like to an astonishing degree. Their biggest flaw a few seasons ago was there was too many things happening. Now they have nothing happening. It's all social dynamics, strategy, and it's fascinating what's happening in the final seven, six, five, four players that they're at right now. There's no idols to muck it up. So, some of that is because idols have, been, idols have been played. But there are six, five now, I think, in the game. Five active idols, plus I think three fakes. We're in episode four. Like, yes, those three have expiration dates. But right now, there are five active idols which is it's absurd but like for australian survivor how many gargoyles do they have at their tribal council the location? proper amount zero <laughs> it's all so stupid like like it's 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 so it's so funny that that show australian survivor got completely shit on over the years for how many convoluted additions they had to the game they switched back to what you would call, you know, quote unquote, classic survivor. And the season they're on now is arguably the best season they've ever had. It's it's at the top. It's like a top. It's going to be a top 10 all time survivor season for most fans. It sounds like me, myself included, depending on how it ends, could climb higher, but it's easily in top five pending one specific result not happening. It doesn't seem likely, but that's beside the point. But they took the, they took the, whether it was conscious decision of the fans or of the production taking into account the fans ideas or thoughts or them agreeing with with the consensus whatever it was they're making the change for the better and u.s survivors is going so far in the other direction it's it's too much yep there's there's not much good to say about it so shall we talk about the episode might as well uh we get a classic Classic, I'm feeling good about my spot in the game, even though I don't realize how terrible my spot in the game is from Josh. Opens up, says, I'm I'm great with Danny and Heidi, and I'm great with Matt and Franny. I'm right in the middle. I can go where I want to. Cut to, this was a high point, because it was a great editing moment. Cut to Danny and Heidi and Matt and Franny talking. Yeah, so Josh is next to go, right? Yeah, he thinks he's in the middle, so we're going to get rid of him. Love it. I, I love it. Sarah Lucina in, in Kagayan getting the boot at, at, the, at the merge vote. Great moment uh, there. And we had the chance here, got missed. Um, but that was a good, good moment. 
to see to start off strong. Um, and we get to Tika and the and the shenanigans begin, Jared. Carolyn, Jam Jam, Sarah, and Carson walk past the bird cage, and we see two red sticks have been added to the cage. Now, did you have any thoughts on this? As did you just assume it was someone Carolyn messing with the tribe, or did you think there's any chance this was actually from production? You can never rule anything out now. That was my but, fear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems like a little too uh a little too clunky to to be like a production choice. Yeah, that was that was my thought. And and Carolyn soon admits in a in a confessional that she put them there and then found two other matching red sticks to put back at camp. And I actually like the creative thinking because if nothing else, you're just getting in people's heads. Whether or not it it pays off, you get you got people thinking about something that's not you. Basically, you're putting the attention somewhere else. And so I actually do like the idea behind it, but execution wise, very poor. It I think she got very lucky that it worked out as well as well as it did. Um, because she just put two random sticks at a very obvious place in camp. And the idol wasn't even really hidden. It was just like stuck very visibly in a in a log. So it should it should have raised more questions from Sarah than just blindly. Maybe the maybe the excitement of finding an idol overtook her at that point. I might chalk it up to that. But it I feel like it should have raised some some questions or uncertainty just the whole way it was presented. Yep. Yeah, that's like I I just imagine myself being there and thinking that like okay, like we've been sitting around this cage for a while or at least like keeping a close eye on what's going on with it, and then all of a sudden, to what seems like all of our surprise, we have sticks here now, and then I go back to camp and somewhere that I've been sitting for however many days just happens to have a brand new X on here with an idol in plain sight. Like is production going to do that? Probably not. Not, not these days. When has an idol ever been that straightforward before? Yeah, not like it. It's, it had to have been back when people weren't even looking for them really. And even then, I mean, that was like Russell Hans and that, and they were hidden. Yeah hours looking for those things yep he earned those idols whatever else you might say about him he, he earned those idols and this one could have been found by somebody without the, without the sticks just as easily yep so yeah i mean not not I, probably one of carolyn's better moments but yeah again uh, I, I i really i really like that she's thinking and trying something yeah that you're taking what production gives you and you're trying to play off of that just to get in people's heads i do i do like the idea behind it execution left something to be desired got lucky with with the result i would say um we get to the reward challenge and i'm always wary these days of when we get a two challenge episode in a regular one hour slot combine the reward and immunity if you want mate it's probably easier that way um but then the re- reward challenge comes up and then they say it's also going to be a journey great too many things. If you want to do a reward challenge and immunity challenge, fine. Don't do the journey. If you want to do a journey, don't do a reward challenge. It should seem 
pretty self-explanatory. But you've, you've got to give these moments room to breathe. The journey was pointless. So we'll get to that because the challenge was whatever. Uh, Soka wins. They finish first, get a big tarp. Ratu finishes second, gets a, a smaller tarp. Soka chooses Josh from their tribe to go along with Jamie and Carson. So they get to the the journey and go off into a jungle, take a walk, get to know each other. We don't see them getting to know each other or talking at all. They're just at the end. Yep. At least show us some sort of conversation of them. Well, but they don't have time. What we know, this this was one of the most confusing things I heard in the entire episode, but coming from Jamie, that should really not surprise me at all. Like she said, I'm glad it was Josh and Carson because I had been keeping my eye on them in previous challenges as people I might work with later. She had a few a few quotes <laughs> tonight that was just like, you have no awareness of what is happening in this game right now. I don't know how you decide that you're going to work with someone from watching them in a challenge. <laughs> I I might be kind and give her the benefit of the doubt that she means she's watching them in challenges because that's the only time she can watch and she's just watching how they interact with people or she she's heard what they said. Maybe I'm being, maybe I'm giving too long of a leash there, but uh, there there's there's room there. But yes, the quote as it stands at as as it's at its literal words are is a little little strange. Yep. So they they get separated. They go their own individual path. Oh boy, this was. <laughs> I yelled at my TV. I <laughs> I cursed. I was. It was. They all just find an idol. It's you have an immunity idol. Well, that's what I. I mean, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just like. There were continue. so many times I knew. I knew you were watching it. Watching it later, of course. There were so many times where I wanted to text you and sit and just say like fuck this or I hate this show <laughs> but I didn't I didn't want to send you into the episode any with any more negativity yeah but, no no added negativity necessary for oh. me um I thought well the craziest part is that like the one like the one thing you can count on from these current seasons of survivor is that you're gonna get screwed somehow so like what like it's just so naive for three people to just read a piece of paper and it's like you have an idol and they're like yes that what i mean this is perfect and then it's like you don't think that anything could be happening like to offset the fact that you just got a free idol they're just giving out free idols now like that that no. speaks to the journeys in general. People are still excited to go on the journeys. It's like you are gonna give something up or potentially give something up for what might not be that good of a of a reward or prize. An extra vote, cool. An idol, maybe worth it. But something there's going to be some trade off, or at least a potential trade off, depending on the exact mechanics of of the journey. Unless you're really in a bad spot. I don't know why people are still so excited to go on these. Yeah. So I, I was just like, just thinking my, my thoughts as I was seeing this happen, wasn't like screw the show. It's, it's just keep reading the paper. There was, I mean, 
maybe they're trying to capture the Tony magic of of winners at war with with the uh, <laughs> that will never be recaptured. What was it? What was it called? Was it the ransom? No, uh, it was extortion. Extortion, extortion. <laughs> it should be illegal. <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> that that moment was fantastic. Um, but yes, yeah, so they all read the paper. The one tiny, tiny, tiny silver lining that the idols do have an expiration. Now, I thought the wording here was very interesting. It said the I, once all three tribes are living together on the same beach, the idols lose their power. Yeah, no, it, no M word. That's a weird way to say merge. So I wonder yeah. if there's some probably very, very dumb twist coming up maybe that's one of the words they banned like guys <laughs> no more merge they found like some negative connotation with merge so the so what happens next so i'm, I'm gonna come back to that is they're also not going back to their original tribe they're going to go to a new tribe similar to survivor africa season three when they had this little summit in in survivor um thailand I think it was they had the fake merge. Could they be doing another fake merge, which would then explain the weird wording on that parchment, or are they just being weird with wording for sake of getting people to talk about it like this? Uh, I I don't want I don't want to know. I I would guess there's something more to it rather than just like getting in the players heads. I, the one thing I do like about it, I guess, I guess maybe not that I like the one thing I don't hate about it is that if these three are paying attention, there is, there is a hint for them to say something weird is going to happen before the actual merge and then kind of be in their toes for it. If they, if they pick up on it. Yeah, that's true. That is information that they have that, not anybody else has to. Right. Right. So we'll see what happens. I'm sure whatever they do, if, do, if there's something about it, it's going to be very dumb and I'm going to hate that too. Um, Cause this is the negative season, Jared, apparently. Well, as long as we can include it in an episode with two challenges, I think it'll be okay. <laughs> just, just cram it all, get all, get all the, all the crappiness out in one episode. Yeah. Might Maybe that'll well. be like the loved ones episode too. <laughs> Why not? Winners at war. Just make that half the episode. <laughs> Honestly, if they ever bring the loved ones back, they probably will make it like the episode because it'll be the return of such an iconic survivor moment or survivor event. They'll probably go big in terms of airtime on on that if they ever do have it again. Well, the season doesn't even go long enough to bring the loved ones out anymore. It's just like I'm sure back when they were doing that, it was like day like. 33 or something and oh, that's now true. it's like 26 it's over that's true um so again so like i said they do have the new the new tribe which they need to bring back the tribe swaps because the yep. the three tribes of six going straight through to the merge has all sorts of problems it's so boring it's so boring it, I know you're you're not really on Twitter as much these days, but they're they're after last week especially, and that will be more after this week, I'm sure. 
all the stats about how many women get voted off early since season 41 started. And whatever the reasoning for it is, the numbers are there where it's like 90 some percent of like pre-merge boots are women. And like the <laughs> and and like the first the first boot from each tribe, I think is like nine for nine, something like that. And it's I probably I don't, might not have the numbers exactly correct, but it's overwhelmingly well, yeah, I mean voting out the women, which if you are perceiving challenge strength as an as a must, most seasons, that's going to lead you to targeting the smaller female players. That's just the way that's going to go. And I mean that's that's just one problem with it. That if Survivor is a, a a fair game and an un, it's a it's an unfair game presented fairly to the players, however you want to word that, some players come into the game in this format at a distinct disadvantage. And then yep. yeah, it's it's boring, it's very boring. Mix them up, get new relationships going, get some fireworks going, get to the merge with people have with with people having worked with this group and that group and, and this other group give them conflicting loyalties to to contest with yeah just imagine an episode where like we merged from three tribes to two and like they just give us like 35 of the 42 minutes of like brand new conversations and like trying to figure out which tribe you want to eliminate someone from and like all of that. That's, that's just so far out of the list of possibilities of what I would see on a weekly basis now. Yeah. Um, but that, I think that would be the way to go. If they were going to do a swap, go from three to two and bring in all kinds of different ideas, but nope, we'll just, yeah, yeah I think you're right. I mean, the, I would say that it's the perceived physical differences um, that would be the reasons that the women would be getting voted out right away. And like, it's because when you're in a tribe of like (laughs) six people and you know, it's going to become five, you're like the only thing that will protect you is not going to tribal council. And yes, like, well, what do we think our best chances are here? I guess this is what's happening. So, yeah, I was looking for some of the numbers to make sure I get it accurate. Um, I just had it. Uh, This is riveting, I'm sure. Um, Okay, the only one I have that... It's better than the episode. This is true. That's readily at hand is this was after last week. 10 of the first 12 people voted out of their, their tribe first have been women. Since season 41. And that seems like more than coincidence. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, We we don't need to bemoan that fact. Um, It's terrible. Uh, So then we get the the new tribe. So Josh goes to Tika, Carson to Ratu, leaving Jamie with Soka. Josh goes to Tika and obviously only tells them the journey was picking a new buff. Um, and then he continues the very weird, very unnecessary tradition of lying about your job <laughs> I, on Survivor. I'm so glad that that you think this is like really weird and dumb too. It's 
I I don't I don't know. I think the the job being a making you a threat in the game, I think that era has long passed. So Josh yeah. is a is a pediatric surgeon and and he decides to tell tell everyone that he's a personal trainer. But actually Sarah picking up on what she did and then just just mathing her way to figuring out he was lying was actually incredible. So she remembered for like the first challenge, Josh, she heard Josh say that he should do a puzzle because you need you need steady hands in my job. So I have steady hands or whatever the wording was. And then he tells her that, that she's a personal that he's a personal trainer. She's like, what do you need steady hands, specifically steady hands for as a personal trainer? And he tells them like his story he goes, yeah, I tried to get into med school, didn't work. And like then two, 11 years, years later, I became then, a personal trainer. And then I went straight into um, personal training after that. And that was in 2020. And then she's like, the math doesn't add up. So she's sitting there with Jam Jam and Carolyn just figuring out the math and says, that's 11 years. And then I think Jam Jam says, yeah, or the time it takes to get through medical school. <laughs> it's like they just completely unraveled his lie in 25 seconds it seemed like and just i love it because this is what it gets you zero benefit all the risk yep the only thing they know about you is that you're a liar so Mm -hmm. yeah um nice job setting yourself up that's probably why you're in such a good spot on your old tribe i love that he kept they they kept showing him mentioning how good of a spot he thought he was in he goes (laughs) I was in such a good spot on, on Soka. Now I got to start over at this new tribe. It's like, oh, buddy, you you were next gone, and it wasn't even a question. Yeah. Well, the one of the quotes too from his old tribe, they were like talking about who they were going to vote out next, and I I forget who this even was, but this is just I had to include this because it's so typical of the of the cast on this season. It's like, yeah, we're we're going to try and blindside Josh. And I don't think he sees it coming. <laughs> Good. Yep. Yeah. That's the idea. If you're doing it right. Yeah. He, he, he won't see it coming. He won't see it coming. Uh, Surrounded around to Carson draws that buff. Tells the same story as Josh. And that was really it. Did you pick up anything on the, on the new route to dynamics that we're talking about? No. Okay, moving on to Soka. That leaves Jamie, who thinks she has two idols, one of them being fake. Um, and she gets to camp, and she says, can't, can't remember what her exact wording was, but basically, basically she said, I did what I needed to do on my, on my old tribe, and now, now I just need to go, come here and do it again. It's like, you played your shot in the dark because you were confused on the first tribal council. <laughs> I don't think you understand what's happening in this game. She came, she saw, she conquered. Is that what she said? I saw someone tweet that. I, I, I was like, that's, was not, what, that's, not, what, that's like not what she that. said. That Oh, my goodness. Now, that's two people that, that I've once seen now heard said she said that. So I'm going to believe it. That's incredible for all the yeah. wrong reasons. Yep. Oh, my. Elite, elite player. If you ask her, she's. I think she thinks she's playing the best game of anybody. And no. Yep. No. So Franny, Matt, and Danny are basically just like, yeah, she's gone. But at least they think about the fact that maybe she has something. I don't know how this wasn't more of a topic at Tika. They kind of addressed it later on. But if someone goes to a journey, they at the very least had the chance to get something. 
It's not going to just be a straightforward. I went to the summit and now I'm on your tribe. There was, there's going to be something else that happened. You basically just have to assume they have something. I think at this, at this point in the, in the series run with the way the last few scenes have gone, you have to assume they've got something. Assume it's an idol is probably going to be the safest play. Yep. Especially if they're putting you in a position where you would need one immediately. Yes. Yes. That's yeah, exactly. If you're going to a brand new tribe out of the blue, unexpectedly out of the blue, is that what that means? Repeat that. Um, you are going to have an idol, basically, or or something of great power. Um, so they at least look through her bag while Jamie's off. Now, the idol not being there doesn't prove she doesn't have one. But I like that they were actually being active about doing it. I usually don't advocate for people looking through other people's bags. I know it's completely within the rules, but this season's gone. Who who cares? Go for it. Um uh let's see that's really about it um for for soaker unless i miss anything that you thought of nope nope all right moving on muni challenge um i do love this challenge or the element of this challenge when you have to jump off to grab the key because it's very satisfying watching people miss the key and then almost the way you have to fall is just a straight belly flop on that when you miss it Always, always fun for the people. Mm-hmm. Always a crowd pleaser. So that's one of those, good. one of those good visual challenges. Yep, yep. We, I mean, we we love the the nut shots and all that stuff, but this is a good one. This was great. Um, although we only got one. What did you think of? So, so Lauren's the one who missed it. Rather than going back and trying again, maybe she just realized she couldn't do it, but she has to then finish the course, and then someone else has to then swim all the way back to do oh, it again. Yeah. Yeah. That is um <laughs> that's how you get noticed. I, I'll say that. Um yeah, I no guess no one no one was more relieved than Lauren to not have to go to go to travel council this week. Yeah. Yep. Um I, I don't know. Yeah, if she just knew there was a hundred percent chance she wasn't gonna get it, then it's probably the right move. But man, that is uh that's making a scene for sure. That when I think about if I were to ever play, that exact situation is like one of my biggest fears. I don't I don't think for the most part I'd have any problems socially. I get along with most people, I I'd fit in with anybody for the most part. I wouldn't necessarily stand out good or bad in challenges, I don't think, but I'm a smaller guy. So if there's one where I could like slightly mess up on my approach and just biff it, it's, it's, it's exactly this scenario. And I'm a very weak swimmer. So this is, this is like my worst nightmare personified is being in that, in that exact situation. Well, uh, yeah, I I imagine you would handle it a little better than this, but maybe not. Maybe that's why it's a nightmare. Yes. And again, because I have no idea how far they have to jump. Like maybe it's very easy and I would have no problem problem doing it. I want the specs on it so I can like game it out and like a, and like someone's pool this summer or something like that just to see if I can do it. But they never but I have no idea how far out I would need to get to, to it doesn't seem that difficult. 
But I have no idea how, how tall some of these people are. So they're making it seem easy because they can get there with ease. Because they have to, they can't like do, they, can't, they don't stagger it to say like this person goes for this one, this one goes for this one. It's all the same location. So you have to like average it out somehow probably where most, where everyone can get there theoretically, but that the tallest people don't just have to just like reach out and just grab it. Yep. Yep. I'm curious about that. Uh, but Soga finishes first, and then Ratu does pull up the comeback. They they end up getting second with the puzzle. Um, so Tika, new Tika with Josh, goes to Tribal Council. Um, they want to target Josh, uh, but they are a little wary of him having an idol, to their credit, at least. So they always the trick, make him feel comfortable. Now, I feel like if you're in Josh's position... I think you just play the idol no matter what. You just have to. Yeah, if like if you don't and you get voted out, like you are never going to let yourself live with that result. Yes, this this is this is why or another reason why this single person swap is so dumb because either you give them with no protection and they probably go out or you leave them with protection and they don't go out, and someone else goes out because of this contrived swap. Yep. You swap swap multiple people. Give them people to work with. Again, going back to why full swaps are infinitely better than a single person swap like this. So, um, they tell Carolyn that she's the decoy vote. She does not take it well. Which, you know, fair. I would not want to be the decoy vote either. Um, so good on her. It's that's I feel like that's always such a big mistake. I mean, this got Andrew Savage voted out in Game Changers is telling somebody they are going to be the decoy vote. That's gotta be one of the 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 hardest lines to walk is because you you need a decoy vote. Everyone knows this. No one's gonna volunteer for it because if things go wrong, it's your head. And you can't say, let's use this person if you're all supposedly in a big cohesive alliance. So I don't envy the position, but it was handled very poorly. Um, now, if Josh had come up and said, I want to target Carolyn, yeah, then let's go along with it. If he brought it up, go for it. But Jam Jam just says, yeah, Carolyn, we'll just tell Josh it's you. And then we'll make him believe that, it, that it's you. We're going to save him. And then we all we all just vote for Josh. Carolyn doesn't, doesn't go along with that. Um, she said she'd been the decoy plan before, getting tired of it, being told what to do. This is actually a very interesting comparison to the Australian Survivor season because there's a player in that position who's handling it way better. And if this player, I'll speak vaguely because I know you're going to watch it eventually. So when you get to it in, in three years, you won't remember this. If this player handles it correctly, they can argue that it was strategy to let the leader lead until the time came to take that person out. But they also still have a 46 or 48 day game. It's not a 26 day game. Maybe you don't have the time. But I feel like, you know, this stage of the game, you can let people dictate the play a little bit. Unless it's unless they're actively getting rid of someone you want to work with, like you really want to work with. Let someone think they're in control for a little bit. Yeah, I don't and, see any harm in that. And she actually does go back to that. She, she does say, maybe I don't need to be in control all the time. 
you know, if if I go against Jam Jam, we've been working close all this time. I lose him as an ally, lose his trust. So then you're also in a two one majority with you know, potentially with someone that you also don't know if you can trust. So she is in kind of a tough spot. Um, Josh does tell Carolyn that he would consider playing his fake idol for her, which my guy, what he seems sincere in the moment that he would actually consider it, but thank God he didn't. Yep. Do you think, do you think he meant it in the moment, at least that he would consider doing it? Or do you think he was just saying to try to get her on his side? Um, I, I think that he was genuine because he seemed to really believe that she was the vote. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Like maybe he, like if he would have thought like if, if he would have been openly skeptical about himself still being the vote and then gone to Carolyn and say, I'm thinking about playing my idol for you. I could see it being more of like a bluff that way, but he definitely seemed to have the wrong read. I mean, at first, ultimately, he had the right read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like having yeah. the wrong read on them wanting to get rid of Carolyn. Yeah, it would have been really cool if we could have seen more conversations between the two that led him to believe that he was actually the vote and should play it for himself. Yeah, that, I that, mean, I don't know about you, but I would have been like to see that conversation happen. That would have been a good one. I mean, the most important one of the show. Um, but. Yeah, it was like, I don't know if they just want to leave us in the dark so we have no idea what to expect. It it feels like that. It feels like they don't want you to have any inclination as to what's going on, which I get. I get it in the sense they want the vote to be a surprise, but to build a continuing story that fans are going to get and stay invested in, you need to know who is working with whom and more importantly, why. Yeah, why like, why player A wants to work with player B? What happened that got those two to come to an understanding? Yeah, and did Carolyn tell Josh that like like so when he brought up her being the vote, what we may not have seen was her saying, "Well, actually it's you because they told me I'm the decoy." Uh so that would be one thing that would make him want to play his idol. But yeah, I mean like did they even talk or or are we supposed to believe that Josh played his idol simply because he's like that smart and he had the read on everyone, even though Carolyn didn't tell him it was going to be him or like, did he just play it because like we said, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. No idea what the thinking was, Um, but he does play his idol for himself. And Sarah did not play her fake, which I was. I, I saw Rob Cesarino tweeted this after the episode. He says, if you don't play your idol at the tribal where you get voted out, is it still a mistake? <laughs> um, which which is just an, an incredible question. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably going to say yes. I don't know. <laughs> like, which makes you look worse? I'm not sure. Again, depends how she plays it. She plays it very confidently. 
But if she, if she goes up and says, I don't know if this is real or not, I found it way too easily, but might as well play it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, has, has anyone in Survivor history been more relieved to find out their idol was a fake than Sarah probably was? I would guess no. Probably that, the yeah. only one ever to actually be happy that they found out their idol was a fake. <laughs> yeah. What what do you think the chances are that she only found out tonight? Is it zero? Yeah, I, I think she had to have found out before. Can that. you imagine though, if she spent all this time thinking she got voted out with an idol in her pocket, and then tonight <laughs> sees that she found a fake? Uh yep. Well, hey, she'd she'd be in the same boat as the rest of us. Oh yeah, that would have been good to know. And that's episode four. <laughs> I don't know, dude. This this season is we'll keep doing it because I mean that's the thing about Survivor. You you never know what can happen. I, I'm very pessimistic on the next few episodes at least, just with how many idols there are and the the way that it's being edited together and paced. I just don't see it coming together in the pre-merge. Maybe once they merge. And they're all on one one camp. They don't need to split between multiple tribes. Hopefully some more idols will be out of the game. Maybe it'll come together and be an okay final stretch. I'm still trying to be positive to some degree, but I think until the merge, this season just, is just a big old nothing burger, a double yeah, nothing I, burger. I'm hoping we find out who's good before the end of the season. Yes. Uh, yes. I mean, at this point, I still think Claire is going to win. I mean, why not? Yeah. I, we may be in the dark about a lot of things. Yeah. They could bring her back. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even know who to like put my, you know, who, you know, whose horse to get behind as a, as a winner, winner pick from that yeah, right now. I, if you were to ask me like, Give me like the five players who are playing the best on this season. I I wouldn't be able to give you one. I would say Danny because he didn't. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Tell anyone he found an okay. idol. One. Also, I wish I had been counting early on episode one of how many flips that guy does. I think he did at least five tonight. Yeah. Did you also notice how after he flipped after the immunity win and he like face planted? And Probes goes, I do that in 11. It's like, dude, <laughs> he literally, he overdid it and hit his face head on in the water. It's like a three. Uh, well, in wrestling, we call that a 450 splash. So do you want he, that? It, no? He technically nailed it. But if you're doing an Olympic dive, that's <laughs> you're getting a zero. You might get a one because you actually went into the, because you actually dove into the water, but that you're not, you're not getting a podium for that. No, no, but. Hey, the um, survivor math. We've been over survivor math before. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, I this is shocking that I'm going to say this. Maybe Carolyn. At least she's <laughs> at least she's showing some creativity in how she's using the game. And like she took a moment where she knew she was at risk potentially because like I said, if you're if you're the decoy vote, there's a potential you're the real vote. And she and she flipped it in her favor. So sure, 
Um, uh, Carson yeah. has at least used strategy. Yes. Yes. Ooh, good point. Good point. So we know that. Honestly, I think with like Maddie and Claire and Sarah actually had a good episode this week. <laughs> they might be the three best players for the season. <laughs> uh, Matthew's good. The guy who can't decide if his arm is still hurt or not. Yeah, he's he's making he's doing things that make sense though. The the arm thing, the sling, I I can't get over it. It's it's in a sling, then it's out as he does a challenge, then it's back in a sling, and then you skip the previews. But then the previews were all about him basically complaining about how he's hurt. Yeah. So because it was so heavily featured, I think that, I think they'll probably tease medevac but he won't have to be medevac because they would have given it away but sling or no sling like i feel like you have to decide like either your shoulder at this point it's either hurt or it's not holding it still for a few hours before you go compete in a very physical challenge where you're gonna make it worse yeah that's it's not one of the storylines i need featured i don't know maybe maybe he's pulling the tyson Pretend yeah. your injury is worse than it is. Yeah. I mean, if there's anyone on this season that might be able to do that, it could be him, but I don't really even care. Yeah, let's see. Who who else do we have here? Um, Brandon. I mean, he played an idol when he should have played an idol, so that's good, I guess. I, I feel like Franny's could have could have some potential. Yeah, uh, but that's Heidi, the thing. Like, the they could all have some potential, but yeah, like like Heidi <laughs> don't 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 know anything about her. Jamie, no. Josh, after this week, no. Oh no, he his gut was right. Did you see him celebrate that idol play? I knew it. Oh, I knew, I knew it. it. Like, yeah, dude, you should have known it from the moment you went to that new tribe. <laughs> Genius. Uh, Kane, he's been very quiet from the beginning, so I'm not really sure. Lauren, who knows what she's doing? They haven't shown us anything. Matt is just a puppy dog in love, so who knows? Um, Matthew said like he's he 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 could he could he could he could make a run, I think, as long as it honestly as long as his shoulder does does hold up, doesn't drag him down. Uh, Jam Jam, I'm coming around on Jam Jam as a character. He he's been he was he was in this, he was in, enjoyable to watch tonight, but I don't know how much of a good player he's turned out to be. It's always nice to have someone who's overconfident on a season. Yes, yes, a good a good third third person referent referencing. It's always always fun. I honestly do enjoy that. So he can stick around because he's fun to watch. But again, he's not exactly light up the scoreboard from a strategic standpoint. Yep. But yeah, this season it's I I don't know. I mean I do know. The season's stupid. That's what that's what I know. Yep. But we've only got nine more to go. Oh, also I want, want your thoughts on this. At Tribal Council, um, they're talking about trust. And Prope says, We're only nine days into this. Can you really trust somebody? It's a third of the game, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You better be able to have some level of trust. Uh, Jeff, this is this is your kind of math. 
I mean, the nine days, that's a third of the season. That, By his that logic, like, you have a 67% chance of winning the game. Yeah. Or making it I, to the making it to the last day at least. That checks out. The number the numbers don't lie. Like <sighs> it should have been Josh, you've been on this tribe for 13 hours. Can you really trust anybody? <laughs> <laughs> but nine out of 26 days. Yeah, you better be able to feel some level of trust at this point in the game. Uh, yep. Well, there had to be a, a real stinker season in there, in there somewhere. And I, I know I've been trying to keep the positivity going in this new era of Survivor. But if this season's a low point, I'm, I'm just going to hope it, can, it, it can't get any worse. I mean, it always can. It always can. They might, they might throw a Thailand in there at some point. Um, but I'm just, I'm just kind of, ch- I mean, not, I'm not checking out, but until the merge, but I'm not gonna have the same enthusiasm watching the episodes. Also, try to bring the energy like I did tonight on the, on the recaps here, because I, I still had fun ranting a little bit here, um, but the show itself. It's just it's just not doing it for me this season. Not not in not in the slightest. No. No. It's like the show, the the phrase, you know, like the show is a character, a caricature of itself now. Like they just like do all of the survivor things extra survivory. And like they expect us to like they think that's why people are tuning in is to like oh this always happens on survivor so like we have to give the people that and like yeah like we have to show someone climbing a tree because like that's the kind of action you see on survivor and yeah i i've seen that i've seen that before so i appreciate you reminding me that that is a thing that happens on your show, but I'd rather just I'd rather just watch to find out who wins. Yeah, let's see how the players play the game and not how they react to contrived twist advantages. I will say, the fact that there was any sort of swap this season, there is a little bit of hope in my mind going forward that they are trying to swing back towards some of the better, much more needed kind of game mechanics like that. But again, can't give them credit till they do it. But at least there's something trending in that direction. Now, again, it was a... Like, I don't like the term swap screwed, but in this case, it, everyone got swap screwed because it was one person that's always going to yeah. be a swap screw. It's like not even a swap. It's, it's just like, congrats. It's like... You got picked to do this thing, and now your game's ruined. That that's the thing. That's the other thing too. That is, aside from um from Josh, who's tribe one, the other two had had maybe even if they wanted to go, they had no say in it. They got picked by somebody else, and now they're on a new tribe. Well, I think we're gonna keep talking in circles if we don't finish off here. Um, anything else? that we missed that you noted that wanted that you wanted to discuss or are we all all clear 
No, I am I am very satisfied. Very, very satisfied. Nothing nothing for me to add. Once again, the the episode recap is better than the episode itself. I think that's four for four this season, which is never a good sign. Um, but that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. So if you want to hear us be negative about a, a show, a season, in unison for once, um, you can you can subscribe to app on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen. You can find us every week, most weeks, talking about how much we were disappointed in the episode. Um, next week might be a day late. I have a Wednesday conflict, so I'll see when I can watch the episode. But it'll be it'll be out. Might be might be Friday, but we'll see. Um, and yeah, so again, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss it. And you can follow us on Twitter at Llama Talk Pod, Instagram on, at Talking Llama Pod. For Jared Sunden, this is Matt Hambidge, and we'll see you next time for another scoop of the crispy.